and welcome once again to the 10-Minute Life Coach. This is a 10-minute podcast that will go 15 minutes. Yes, it goes 15 minutes. 10 minutes, the first 10 minutes up front will be the life lesson we're going to go through, and then you'll be followed by all the housekeeping on the back end. We'll try to keep it down to 13 or so, but to be honest, lately it's been running around 16, a little long. I've been a little long-winded, so I apologize for that. Today's lesson is a pretty interesting one. It just came about uh, from a discussion I had with someone dealing with Yelp, uh, specifically dealing with the ratings. And someone that I know uh, owns a small business and was looking at their Yelp reviews, and the good news is the reviews were fairly positive, fairly good. But one little thing, and that's how things go, one little thing in one comment just sort of set her off, and then she just kind of went on this little rant. Uh, It was something about something. It was something explaining how some little thing wasn't quite right, and she went on to complain about that one little thing was not only quite right, that was exactly the way it was uh, presented as advertised. And the question she had was, who exactly are these people and how do they get to be in the review process? Of course, for Yelp, it's essentially any customer or, in their cases, fake customers can put out a comment for any review of anything they want to. But that's where the thought of being wary of the five-star reviews or reviews in general comes from. And this is something you can think about in the business world and the online world and life in general where you look at who exactly are these people in your life and why exactly is what they think important to you? Why, if they think something is great, you have to believe it's great? Why, if they think something is not so great, you have to believe the same? Now, the problem with Yelp in many places online is that back in the day, we're going well back in the day, when people had to review things, people got to review things, I should say, they had some sort of credentials. Now, it may just be the fact that they wrote for a magazine or a newspaper, but they were someone that you could be accountable to. You can find out where they are. If they wrote a bad restaurant review, for example, uh, you knew they wrote their review in that paper, and people could complain to that paper and that person at that paper if they did something, you know, outlandish, like they wrote a review, a bad review of a place, but they didn't actually go to the restaurant. Someone else went and brought them something back, and he made things up. You can do that. Because of the internet and because of anonymity, uh, being anonymous, I have problems with that word, sorry about that, anybody can write a review on anything, and anybody can write a review, good, bad, or indifferent, on anything. Something I see, particularly in one of my field and me trying to write more books, is the abundance of five-star reviews, great reviews for things that really aren't so great. And there's a lot of us in this business at writing books, doing podcasts, who are, of course, asking for reviews and begging in a lot of cases for five-star reviews. And this is not me begging for the five-star review today. If you want to give a review, that's great. Uh, but a lot of cases, a five-star review, the top review is basically what you get for just just being there. It's a show-up medal in some cases. People are getting them for thinking they're getting something out of it. People are literally buying five-star reviews. But you don't really get any real insight to go down to the negative reviews, the ones that are one-star, two-star, where they will tell you exactly what's wrong with it. And a lot of the five-star reviews you see, especially if you're an Amazon.com customer, are quick lines that say, this is great, this is awesome, this changed my life, I can't wait to do some of these things. And they're quick one-line things with five stars against them, as opposed to the bigger reviews, which sometimes they are gripe reviews. But the big reviews usually go into detail on what exactly was wrong with it. 
Yelp has this problem and other sites and other uh, services that review things where people, uh, general customers, can do peer reviews of what's going on has a problem with that where a person will be upset with some little thing and will give them a negative review tearing them apart because they feel they have the right to do that. And, of course, they're doing it anonymously. They're doing it without having to give up their knowledge and have somebody be able to show up where they are. You can fight some of these reviews. You can see some of them, and you can see where a lot of people are paying for positive and negative uh, for retaliation or for just making things happen. That is why it is critical that you know who is doing your reviewing and why they are doing it and why they get to do the reviews. Now, we can't really go back and put the genie in the bottle uh, with a time where people, the general population, does not have a say in things. The internet, social media, the world itself allows for so many people to give so many opinions, which is great. It, in a sense, democratizes the the conversation at the same time and also brings a lot of noise, a lot of jokes, and a lot of just silliness into the issue that needs to be sifted out to get to the real meat and potatoes of what's going on. So if you are a person who does reviews for things or likes to review things, Keep in mind that who you're reviewing and what you're reviewing makes a difference in that person's life. It may just be something personal or it may be their business. It's something really serious. So take your review status, take your words, take your ability to say things out there and be honest and truthful and just insightful as being honest and truthful and insightful. Make sure you're saying things that actually make sense. You have the right to complain. You have the right to be dissatisfied. You don't have the right to just slander someone just because you're upset that day. If you have bad things to say, go ahead and say them. If you have good things to say, go ahead and say them. But don't overinflate or underinflate anything because you think you're going to get something out of it or you just get a rise from doing that. And on the flip side, if you're a person who gets reviews and gets uh, criticized often, I'm on the radio every single day, so every single day someone complains about something I've said or something I've done or some word I've mispronounced or some story I missed or some story I should have spent more time on. Uh, I get that. It's a part of the process. It's a part of the cost of being public in the public eye, semi-famous, whatever you want to call it. You have to grow a thicker skin to make sure that the just, just the complaints, the stupid complaints, don't get to you. You also have to make sure you don't just get all sucked in by the great compliments because a lot of those things are just as false or just as just made up as the complaints. A lot of people just put in five stars because they kind of like you, not because what you're doing is necessarily five-star material. If life was really graded on a five-star and people really graded, when we went, by the way, people great things, essentially average would be the top and then everything else goes down. There really is no longer a way to determine something that is great, uh, outstanding, because people just drop the top level on just something that's kind of okay and go from there. Reviews are somewhat serious, somewhat silly. They can help you, and sometimes they can hurt you, but the main thing they do is give someone a chance to give an opinion on something, and they give you a chance to get an opinion on something. Reviews uh, are very critical for a lot of people when they're going shopping for things. They're looking for how things should look, how things should go. And they're looking for something that's going to guide them in the way. Just be a little leery of all the five-star reviews. If you see a book on Amazon, and this happens a lot, where you have, say, a thousand different uh, comments and 995 are all four or five stars, and it's just an average book, 
you've got to uh, wonder exactly how that person got so many great reviews, how so many people thought this was the greatest thing ever, and it's just, you know, some self-help book that somebody wrote on a weekend. You have to look at those things. Reviews are awesome, and they help you feel good and sometimes make you feel bad, but they should tell you something about what's going on. So if you're giving reviews, make sure you're honest in reviews and be really wary of where your stance is, where your status is, what you think the actual ranking is. If you're taking in reviews, grow a bit of a thicker skin. Make sure you are able to take in some of the bad and uh, don't get overinflated. Don't get a big head with so much of the good. And thank you so much for joining us for this edition of the 10-Minute Life Coach. Hopefully, we'll get a great review from you. We don't get a lot of reviews, and I say that um, I say that fairly often in my podcast. Uh, so the old version of this podcast had a, you know, a good many reviews. Then it went away, and then we re-put on, on iTunes. So those reviews are gone, plus they really wouldn't work so well anyway because they're four years old, and we've changed up the format of the podcast. So if you fill up to giving us a review, it would be awesome. Go to uh, wherever you got this from. A lot of the people listen to this podcast are getting it from Stitcher, uh, the Stitcher app, which a lot of people were on it before, and they can jump back on this. You can also find it on places like Spreaker, places like Blueberry. It's also on uh, Google Play's podcast. And, of course, the granddaddy of them all, it's on iTunes, which everybody's on iTunes, but iTunes is kind of a crowded market. So it'd be great if you went by and gave us a review. Give us what you think we deserve. We hope to be more or less four-star, maybe three-star, if we're just kind of there with the rest of them. But there's so many podcasts out there giving personal development help and um, life coaching type stuff. It's hard to distinguish which are which. And mostly the big granddaddies of them all, since you get all the love. So if you give me a little love, I appreciate it. If you want to send me a little hate, well, go ahead. I'll fix whatever I need to fix from that stance as well. Uh, in the meantime, like I said, this is the part where we are do the wrap-up, the business, the housekeeping, uh, and we're right at 10 minutes, so we're a little early in the actual podcast, shortened podcast today. Thank you so much for tuning in for this podcast. Other things you can find me doing, you can find listed at jclevelandpain.net, the letter J, Cleveland like the city, P-A-Y-N-E dot net. You can email me at info at jclevelandpain.net. And the other big projects we have going on, as we're doing really big pushes on our number one uh, podcast, number two, this one comes out on Tuesday, business questions answered here. You can submit your business question, and I will answer it when I get around to them. Uh, at businessquestionsanswereredhere.com and also quick st- well well first off yourbetteryou.info is the website where you can find our blog and quick st- and steps to your better you get them all confused the podcast steps to your better you and also you can also buy the book on Amazon quick steps to your better you that's kind of why the Amazon thing popped up and that's where the discussion came up with the person for, for Yelp she is a um she is a restaurateur. She makes uh, custom candies, and that's where she got that from. And she was just kind of, kind of ticked off that a comment someone made uh, on something being not right to them, which was exactly the way it was advertised and exactly the way it's presented. Uh, because you know, it's it's a preference thing. Her problem with the review was the person has a preference that isn't what they give, and so because she didn't like, she doesn't really like that. She gave a negative review of the product or a not-so-great review of the product, not as great as it would have been, when actually the product was pretty much good. It's just that she didn't like it. 
It's a lot like when people uh, go for a steak, and if the perfect steak has you touch it and just the right amount of juice and blood comes out of it because it's perfectly cooked to the right temperature and everything is juicy and flowing, but you like your steak rock hard burnt uh, and you go for well done, well, number one, you kind of kill the, the, the chef. The chef literally will, will, will shed tears when they have to do a steak that way. And two, if they don't give it to you exactly like you want it, which is not exactly the right way they want to do it, that's where your complaint is. Because you have a preference that's not so much the way, that's where the confusion gets. And sometimes the review process is just a bunch of people being jerks, to be honest, because it's the Internet and jerks live on the Internet. So uh, that's a that's uh, don't feed the trolls type stuff. But I've talked about that in the past. Um, let's go ahead and wrap this thing up and wrap it up very early today. Thank you so much for joining us on this journey. Thank you so much for listening this far past. And hopefully you're enjoying what we have going on. Once again, email me at info at jclevelandpain.net. Let me know how we're doing, what we need to improve, and what else we can add because we're always, oddly enough, we're always adding stuff even though we're pretty busy. But thank you once again profusely for tuning in for this edition of the 10-Minute Life Coach.